Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Are you ready for a paradigm shift? Then stay with me on Voice of Change. Today is another day of heart talk. Talking heart to heart. I'm talking about the truths that we hardly get anyone to tell us in this day and this time. Leaders and the relevance of a leader. I have, in my dealings around the world, come across a phenomenon that is greatly saddening. It is a phenomenon of coming late to the idea of what my significance in life will be. A phenomenon of self-awareness that comes late in life. I watch as people focus on the rat race, getting ahead, making money, wanting to be better than the next person, wanting to buy that Bentiga, that Rolls Royce, that private jet. I'm not learning from those who have done that. Should you not, while you're in your rat race, begin to look around as you begin to steal and kill and do all you can to achieve what others have achieved? Should you not look at what those who have achieved what you want to achieve ultimately begin to look for? Should you perhaps not tell yourself, can I not go for what those who have gathered everything I'm trying to gather right now begin to look for when they have gathered it? Can I not learn from their actions? Because not everybody tells their story, but we can learn from their actions. Can I share with you what I've learned? Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this break. Voice of Change is offered by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowa, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowa. And don't forget to get a podcast even for your friends and introduce them to Voice of Change. So what have I learned? As I've watched the rich, there is a sad mindset in Africa, which is that money solves all problems. In fact, I posed a question to a young person who considers herself not too rich, very recently, an experiment that was done in the 70s, very classified experiment, a disgraceful one actually in America. A set of triplets amongst other multiple births were separated at birth, one to a very rich upper class family, one to a middle class family, and one to a lower class family. And I asked her, who did she think of the triplets committed suicide after the three of them got together again and separated? Without missing a bit, she said, oh, the poor one. I said, no. The rich one did. The rich one did. He was actually the one who didn't have as much meaningful relationships, who was under pressure, under a lot of expectation from his upper class father. So I have to tell her, why do you think in Africa, why is the poverty mentality so deep that you think that money fixes all problems? Money does not fix all problems. 
there is a minimum amount of money that is needed to live a life that is not deprived of the necessities and the basics of life, to live a life of dignity. However, money does not fix all problems. I have watched, I have read, and I've mingled with the rich across the world and seen that as the rich get rich, as they buy one private jet and the next yacht, they all begin to seek to be accepted as leaders. Yes. Leadership, the journey you are on right now, today, is what the rich begin to reach for when they land their wealth. What did the Kennedy family want with all their wealth? Kennedy wanted his seons to become president, one after the other. They reached for leadership. What do many African rich people want? They want to be seen as leaders. I would say to people, I was a barefoot philanthropist. At 32, I started the journey of awesome treasures. I was discussing with a very close friend of mine who also started her journey in her 20s. She can speak of orphanages, old people's homes, a hospital that she and her husband had built, and they started when they had nothing. I started with nothing because we had the heart of a leader. Having been recognized as one of the 50 most powerful women in Africa by Forbes Women Africa, I had been in lists before, so I could cope with that surprise. I'd been in some list of power women in the world and in Africa. I'd been New African Businesswoman of the Year, and I'd been voted for all over Africa from 2015. Forbes Woman Africa Entrepreneur of the Year. I was truly surprised. It was a huge surprise. Because we all think of pure network. But do you know what Forbes told me? They said, we are going for impact. That year, it was all about impact. Impact. That means the whole world is waking up to the fact that people can get wealthy at the expense of other people's well-being. Therefore, if we continue to celebrate just wealth, we are celebrating the wrong thing. So more and more, to send the right signal across the world, those who celebrate wealth are now beginning to add to part of their evaluation. Impact. And that is how come I became Forbes Woman Africa Entrepreneur of the Year. Not just network, but impact. They looked at those who didn't climb over anybody to be there. They looked at those whose stories were replicable, which is why I said when receiving the award, my story is replicable. Everyone can trace the path that I took. And that is the value that my story actually offers. I watch as rich people achieve wealth and begin to seek for relevance as leaders, begin to wonder how Awesome Treasures Foundation got recognition with the United Nations. Begin to wonder how we were approached by the Edmond de Rochelle Foundation family platform. I know of people who have also applied. While we were being courted, they applied and they were turned down. Why? Because the Edmond de Rochelle Foundation family platform could not understand the narrative of their wealth, could not understand the replicability or the credibility or the path wealth that he had. I have watched and I feel sorry. Well, you have a chance right now to focus on what matters. What is your gift to mankind? I'm too young, you say. I'm 30. I started at 32. My friend and her husband started in the 20s and the 30s. We're never too young to give back. We're never too young to serve. 
credibility is built over decades. You don't suddenly wake up and find out that you have capital on the bank but no social capital. Capital in the bank cannot suffice to buy social capital. It takes years of service to the community, to humanity, to people. And sadly, the twilight of life, while it is not too late to do something, is actually too late to build the social capital. Sadly, money cannot buy leadership. It can buy sycophants, but it cannot buy leadership. It cannot buy hearts and souls that are loyal to you. It can buy you the fake praises of men. It can buy you people who will say what you want to hear to your face when they're holding the mic in your presence. But it cannot buy you the feedback that comes in waves from those you will never ever see. Money can buy a platform, but it cannot buy you leadership. Only years of investment in the lives of others can truly procure the influence that is the currency of leadership. Time is a unit of life. Those who spent their life building impact as leaders serving in their young years may not have the wealth, but they have the social capital. Right now, young person in your teens, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, this is the time to begin to build that leadership legacy. So when you tell your stories, there will be thousands around the world telling even better stories of you than you have to tell of yourself. Mere men tell their own stories. Leaders have their stories amplified by the tongues of thousands that they might never, ever even meet. Oh God, it's time for change.